Hey, and welcome to this week's episode of Course Correction with me, your host, Michelle, on Between Us Girls. This week, I have a guest, a fellow podcaster here in Houston. Her name is Zakia Ham. She's a transplant from some other small town, which you will hear about if you keep listening. In the interest of networking, I went to two networking events myself this weekend. I went to the Womb Walk. Um, hosted by My Womb. Uh, They're trying to raise funds to go around to different college campuses to provide womb care to young women. And I think that's like super, super important. So I really wanted to support them. I also was invited to the Skin Fix brunch here in town. Um, That is a Canadian skincare brand that uses um, clean ingredients um, that have been clinically tested to like really like battle major skin conditions like you know, hyperpigmentation, keratosis pilaris, eczema. Um, there's even some uh, results that have like tightened skin. So like, it was pretty cool. I, I really enjoyed it. And um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode because we talk a lot about um, family relationships, what it's like to move to a place where you don't know anyone. And also we get into a little bit of misogyny in podcasting. So stay tuned for that. And I will catch you on the other side. Okay, so what is your zodiac sign so that I can properly stereotype you? My zodiac sign, I'm a Gemini. Okay, that's good energy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have a Gemini moon and Gemini rising, so so I feel connected a little bit sometimes to Geminis and all that air. So I guess I'll ask you this, like, do you feel like I mean, well, first, I don't know. Do you study Zodiac at all or you care about your sign or anything like that? I've slightly um, studied Zodiac signs. Like, I honestly, um, I tried to do, like, my birth chart and stuff, but I just don't really understand it. So I know that I need to do some more research, and I just haven't had the chance to, like, sit down and, like, really Got it. Take, it, take it all in. But... I read a lot of people's, um, the rising and the whatever, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I actually learned recently that my dad used to read people's birth charts. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Um, really? Yeah. I didn't even know older people do that shit. I thought it was just like a young people thing. Well, he did when he was younger. I mean, this is whenever he was like probably in his thirties, which mm-hmm. might have, but he would be like 69 now. Okay. Because, yeah, like, I think in the 70s, it was kind of a booming thing to, like, start looking at all of that. And I think people were open to spirituality and just, like, you know, metaphysics and stuff like that. Right. But I think also there were a lot of people who associated it with, like, the occult. You know, and coming from a Christian background, it's kind of difficult to tell that line. So I think that's what we see a lot. But so right. I want to talk to you today about how you feel in regards to like misogyny in the podcast community. <laughs> so let's talk about right. your podcast a little bit before we get into that. So tell me about your show. Okay, so my show originally started um, to like document my journey from moving from Connecticut to Houston. And so it was just basically like, okay, like, here's what I'm doing. This is what's going on. Like, here's where I'm working. 
this is how things are going type of thing. And then um, eventually I trans transitioned over to like having conversations about like, you know, like being an adult, like being trying to be independent, I should say, because, you know, um, before I moved here to Houston, I lived with my mother for 25 years of my life, my mom and my brother. So like, I really don't know. I didn't know how to be independent um, and just like figuring out relationships, like as you become an adult, like with your family, most importantly, and your friends, because like, I'm all the way here. Well, my, I moved in with my best friend, but um, I met her in college. But like, there's still I still have friends back home in Connecticut, and like the relationships change, and like sometimes you just may never speak to some people ever again, and um, or you may get into arguments. Like I got into an argument with one of my friends back in May about like just the way the relationship was going and we're not friends anymore, um, because of that, but, um, dating, talking about dating, um, especially, like, being in a new city, like, and also, like, getting your career started, and being an entrepreneur, or whatever, you know, just having those conversations, because, um, I feel like nobody really wants to give you that type of information, like, as far as, like, being an entrepreneur, being a first-time entrepreneur and stuff like that. So, just just having honest conversations about things that we don't want to talk about. Like, every time I talk about, like, the relationship with my family, like, people just look at me like I'm crazy. But it's, like, everybody has fucking a shitty-ass relationship with their family. And, you know, and my mother, I talked, I told her, like, you know, I kind of talk about that on the podcast. And she was not with it, but it was, like it is what it is. Like people need to hear this shit because everybody's going through it. Yeah. So I'll say this to that. I think when you say everybody has a shitty relationship with their family, there is definitely some truth to that because it's really like, even if it's not a shitty relationship, there's a lot of dysfunction there, but it's because really humans are not given the tools that are kind of required to have good relationships because it just goes back to your emotional intelligence, like how you react to things, how you let people push you, you know, pushing your buttons and that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. it's how we get connected to our parents and our family. We just show up here. And then this is the person we're kind of stuck with, you know? Right. And I feel right. like as far as entrepreneurship in what you said about people not wanting to have the the good conversations that are going to actually help people. Um, I think it's important and you need to keep sharing that information because I think when you give people the tools, they're like, yes, I fucks with her. You know what I mean? As opposed to just, mm-hmm. I'm an entrepreneur. Okay. Well, how did right. you, you know, like what were the steps that you took or did you have to work on yourself and that kind of thing? Right, and that's important, too. Yeah. Self-reflection. Absolutely, because that's how you figure out who you are and what you're supposed to So, like, would you say that at your age, because I know you're kind of, you're a lot, not a lot younger, but a little bit younger than me. Do you think Mm -hmm. you know what this is? What is it? What was the question? 
do you think you know at your age what your purpose is or what purpose means? I know what purpose means. Like, I think I have an idea of what my purpose is. Um, I know it's to, like, educate people and to, like, be a leader and to show people, like, you know, you could do anything that you want to do, you know? Like, you don't have to be fearful in whatever it is that you want to do because, like... I come from a small city, you know, in Connecticut, and not a lot of people move out of the city and not a lot of people do things that outside of the norm where it's like, oh, people, you know, they go to school or whatever, they graduate, they get a a career, like they're therapists or teachers or whatever it is. And they have family and that's just all they do. Like, no, like if there's something that you want to do, then you do that shit. Like, you know how many people turn their nose up at me? Like when I was about to move, like I went to, it was so funny. Cause like at the time, like I was going to church when I was back home and I had a church family and it was like, I had went to this girl that I grew up with. I went to her gender reveal party, like, like a cup. I think it was the day before I left to come to Houston. And so, like, this lady from my church was there. And mind you, I grew up with this lady. Like, we sang in a choir together. Like, I saw her children grow up, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I saw her at the gender reveal party. And I was like, yeah, like, I'm moving to Houston tomorrow, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And she wasn't the only one, but... She was like, oh, do you have a job? And I was like, no, I don't. And she was like, oh, you're going to go to Houston without a job? And I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, um, I'm going to do what I need to do. And, like, I remember this other girl, she was like, oh, don't come back if you because you ain't find no job or whatever. Like, you know, not even, like, congratulating me. Just, you know, saying all these negative things. So it's like, I just want to show people... I know my purpose is to show people like you could step out on faith and you could do things and you could work hard and, you know, and show people that it's not always going to be easy, you know, like, but it's possible that you can get shit done and um, you can live out your dream, whatever it is that you decide to do, you know, so. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's good. Well, not good that you said, but it's interesting that you said that because my show has kind of taken that sort of direction. Whenever I had uh, co-hosts, we talked about, you know, general hot topics, some um, important community discussions and just girl talking wine. But now it's, um, it's just different. You know, now I'm kind of on a path of my own self-discovery. And Mm -hmm. so every week when I talk to people, I just kind of talk about sort of what I'm going through. But really the goal of this show is to focus on the person that I'm interviewing and to give the information behind how they became who they are. You know what I mean? So like, for instance, I might ask you what it was in you that made you want to say, fuck it, I got to get out of here. Um... Well, at the time, like, I had been out of school a year already, and, like, I was dating this guy, and not saying, like, the relationship was going bad, but um, we did break up, but it was, like, you know, I was living with my mom, I was making pretty decent money, and then I came out here to visit my best friend, 
And I was just like, you know, there's no reason why I need to be here. You know, like I was coming home from work depressed as hell. Like I didn't feel like there was anything here that any reason why I needed to be here, be in New Haven. Like and not saying like I love my city like to death, but like there was no reason why I needed to be like, oh, you know. I need to be here and I need to do this. Like, no, like I needed to go out and I need to be in the world and I need to, I needed people to see me and to hear me and to feel me, you know, like I needed that because like, I'm already like a social person, you know, like I grew up, my mother put me in so many like extracurricular activities. Like that's why I think that's part of the reason why when I graduated college, I was like, oh, shit, like, what do I do now? You know, because, like, yeah. I'm so used to, like, being on the move. Like, even when I was in college, like, I was on the step team. I was in NAACP. Yeah. I was on the on the radio club. Like, I was doing, I was, and I was working two jobs. Like, yeah. you know, I was literally always on the move, like, doing something. So, like, yeah, I just felt like, you know like the city is small like I didn't feel like I was gonna grow here I wasn't gonna figure out who Zakia was like I wasn't gonna learn how to be independent I wasn't gonna like make new friends if I stayed at in Connecticut like because I'm just thinking like the friends that I have are friends that I met in high school or I met in college like the only reason why I have new friends is because I'm here in Houston you know yeah and I think when you start to vibrate differently, I'm probably going to get sort of weird, but whatever. When you start to vibrate a little bit differently, nobody matches you, you know, in a space mm-hmm. like that. Because they're all right. still on the same wave. And you were just looking for more, you know what I mean? So you have right. to move. And I think mm-hmm. that's really important. Like I have dinner with some of my friends from high school last night and they were like, we don't even know who you are. Because I just did like a full 180, like I changed my mindset and I'm like, no, I'm out here, like, I'm going to get what's mine. You know what I'm saying? I truly think. And I think in order for you to get to that point, you really do either have to go through some kind of trauma, a major, Mm -hmm. or you have to step out on faith, which like what you did in moving here with no job, because that's not that you're going to eat. Right. So, like, what did you do when you got here? Oh, well, I moved in with my best friend. And, like, I had money saved. um, Yeah. But um, I moved in with her. It it only took me a month to find a job. Yeah. Um, And I was just, like, figuring it out. Like, my best friend is, like, super introverted. Like, we're the complete opposite as far as, like, personalities go. So, like, I basically had to figure out the city by myself. Like... Mm -hmm. All everything that I do, all the people that I know is like people that I went and I met myself, you know, like not nobody introduced me to nobody like, you know, and it's funny because like my best friend, she moved to Denver in May. And like she'll text me all the time like, oh, I miss you. I want to hang out or whatever. And it's like when I when she was here, she never wanted to hang out, you know, like and she sees that. Well, part of the reason why I'm out so much and I'm doing so much is because, like, you know, I have the podcast and there's other things that I want to do. So, like, yeah, I have to show my face in this city. Like I have to show up 
and I have to meet people. I have to shake their hand or whatever. Like, this is what I have to do. This is a part of the lifestyle that I chose. But, um, yeah, it was rough. Like, I cried a lot when I first moved here, too. Like, um, I remember, like, uh, the first month I was here, like, probably the first week I was here, this guy I went to high school with, not high school, middle school with, he died. Like, he got shot. He got murdered or whatever. And, like, he had just been out of jail for, like, a year or whatever. And, like, my friends, they was going out and hanging out and stuff or whatever. And I was sad as fuck because I'm like, damn, like, I'm missing out or whatever. But I was like, you know, this is what, this is where, like, I'm supposed to be. And, you know, it was, it was rough. Like, I'm, I feel like I'm just now getting to a place in my life where I could be like, okay, like, I'm good. You know, mm-hmm. like, I had to ask for help a yeah. couple of times. Well, more than a couple of times, but I had to ask for help, you know. And But now I'm at the point where it's like, I really don't need, I don't really don't need to ask for help. Like, I could figure shit out on my own, but it yeah. took me three years to get to this point, so. Yeah, but it takes time. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, it's not an overnight process, you know what I mean? Especially when you're trying to figure out how to be okay, how to be good, how to feel mm-hmm. fine. Right. It without shit falling down every day, you know, it's not easy and it takes a long time. So like mm-hmm. talked a little bit about self-reflection. Like what's your self-reflection process? Jeez. My self-reflection process started last summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is like when I first learned about like accountability because like I was dating this guy and we had gotten into it and you know he was basically saying like you know like I don't want to fuck with you anymore or whatever blah 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 and I just couldn't figure out why but then I had to understand like you know like you played a role in this Zaki and like you did x y and z it's not just him So, like, when I got to that point where I was just like, oh, shit, like, you're doing this to yourself and you're doing this. Like, I cried a lot. I isolated myself last summer, you know, because and it wasn't only just him. It was like my other relationships. Like, okay, like, you're doing this. You're doing that. Like, like, this is not good, you know. And um, also, like, um, I went I started going to um, a temple with him as well. And the temple is like the more science, sorry, more science temple of America. Okay. And like the Quran that we read is written by Noble Juali. And so like a lot of the Quran is about like knowing yourself. Like a lot of what he written is talking about like getting to know who you are and how to save yourself, you know? So like from reading that and like researching, searching or whatever like I learned a lot about spirituality accountability whatever x y and z so like I had to do a lot of soul searching and to figure out like who I am like who is the key like what do you need to do like and so yeah that's where and I'm still like going through it like yeah. as far as like self-reflection goes like um it's funny I was talking to my best friend today and I was complaining to her, and then I texted her after I got off the phone with her. I was like, damn, like, I was complaining a lot today, you know, like, and I don't usually do that. 
And not saying that I don't ever complain, but like today I was like ODing with the complaints. Like, you know, like I, I tried to live in gratitude and be grateful for what, you know, I have. So it's like, I don't really have too many complaints, but like today I was like, oh shit. And she was like, no, it's okay or whatever. And I was like, you know, I don't want to be a burden, but like I was, I, and I, I'm grateful that I could sit back and reflect on the fact like, okay, Zakia, like you were talking a lot about X, Y, and Z today. And like, you really didn't need to do that. Like, not saying I didn't need to, but it's like, I know, I could tell the difference in my conversations. Yeah. Yeah. You knew that it was something that you need. I mean, maybe you just need to like take a break. You know what I'm saying? Right. A lot of time Mm -hmm. when I find myself like grumpy, cranky, complaining, all that, I just, I didn't need, I just need a break. You know, because a lot of times I'm responsible for other people's everything, especially me as a mom. I know all of us humans have spent a lot of time responsible for others. And um, it's tough. Because whenever you get like that, you really do just need to sit with yourself and do your self-reflection. I practice meditation personally, mm-hmm. lots of breathing, because otherwise somebody might get hurt. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I started doing yoga last year, and I started researching about meditation, too. So, like, yeah, I meditate every day. Um, like, I feel like yoga just saved my life entirely because, like, if not, I probably would be, like, on level 10 at all times. And, like, now, like, I'm way more calm. I'm way more patient. And, like, I still, like, you know, certain interactions and certain people, like, show me that I still have a lot more to go as far as, like, yeah. my patience goes or whatever. But, like, I know I've came a very, very, very long way. Like, I don't go off on people as much as I okay. should. Like, <laughs> like, I don't go off on people as much as I should. Right. But just know that I see you and I hear you and you know, I'm going to save you today, but don't ever think that, you know, it's going to be sweet all the time. But like, yeah, I'm way more patient because of meditation and because of yoga. And like, I listen, like during, also during the week, like I try not to listen to, um, like any R&B rap. Like I listen to a lot of meditation music, like at least Monday through Thursday, I do. I listen to Afro. Yeah, just to keep myself balanced, I listen to a lot of affirmations. Mm-hmm. Um, I record my own affirmations, so I listen to myself, you know, and I write down goals, I journal. Like, I try to do, like, what I need to do to, like, stay s- as sane as possible so I don't steer off yeah. the wrong path again, yeah so so easy like I was just talking to somebody right now and I was like it's so funny to me that now that I'm in that space where I'm like I got it you know what I mean like mm-hmm. I'm going I know how to stay on my path I know how to feel grateful I know how to do that I know how to live and enjoy blah 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 the people who I had relationships with before that weren't vibing like that hit a couple you know and I feel like those are just tests that we have mm-hmm. to kind of take you off of your um, path. And the right. more you practice, the better you are at juking that shit. You know right. that? And that's all it really takes is just practicing and, and, you know, working through it. But I'll say this to your point about you feeling like you were dumping on your homegirl. Mm-hmm. When I 
like that recently. I told somebody, I'm sorry, because I that was a lot I gave you. Mm-hmm. And what they said to me was like, I'm good. Like, I don't know what their 10 is. Their 10 mm-hmm. might, you know what I'm saying? So where right. I let that go, they have space for that. Right. Good to have those kinds of people that you can go to. Because I think the misconception about people who practice positivity and law of attraction and that kind of thing is that they don't have moments where they need to vent or they yeah. don't have times where they need to be human. That's not true. We all do. It's right. just about, you know, finding your center after that, but you got to get it out. If you don't talk to a person, write them in the book. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Talk to yourself, like you said, you know, just to get it out. Yeah. Um, so you're back with the podcast you're, you're on now? <laughs> no, I'm not on that as of right now like I bought some new equipment and like I'm in the middle of moving and like it's just like a lot of shit going on but it doesn't look like I'm but I am moving this upcoming weekend so like I've been trying to get that together like I don't want anybody over here while it's a bunch of boxes and stuff like that so like once I get into the new place and like we unpack and everything everything gets settled then yeah, I will start again. But and I thought about doing it like this past week, but I'm like, I don't want anybody in here while all these boxes are around, you know? Yeah, and my my apartment looks a mess. Yeah. So that's a, the hard part about when you're podcasting and then you're having to invite strangers to your house. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, gotta be prepared for that and like that's kind of why now I just do the Skype calls because first of all I'm super super busy especially with the consulting and my kids and my regular job and everything mm-hmm. um, but also I'm just more comfortable like this right that's you know? then I don't have to try to ready my space I don't have to right. try bikes to together I don't have to try to you know make my kids be quiet or anything you know what I mean like just this whole array of Extra it getting it kind of unnecessary. Right. So, no, yeah. I feel you. I was gonna say people and that 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 also goes back to like the the first initial question you asked me about the whole mis- misogyny thing with yes. podcasting. And it's like, you know, there's a lot of men that I met in the whole podcasting thing or whatever, and they'll te- they'll basically tell me like, "Oh, you're not doing enough, so I don't want to work with you or whatever." Blah blah blah, and it's like, nigga, like, do you understand? Like, I'm out here doing it by myself. Like, I don't have a significant other. I don't have a team. I don't have a wife. I don't have a fiance. Like, I don't have all these things that are like. I could be like, oh, okay, like, can you do this for me? Can you clean up or you can you set up the mics like while I'm at work or whatever, blah, blah, blah. So it's like sometimes it gets overwhelming. Yes, what the fuck? Like, it does, like, whatever. And I know, I don't know if you follow, um, her name is Malik. Um, yes. And she does Curlbox. Yeah, yeah, she does podcasts too, but she does it like on her own time or whatever, she, whenever she feels like putting out podcast uh, episode. But she also says like she does a lot of things and she doesn't always have the time to do it or whatever. And sometimes she's overwhelmed or whatever, because it's like she's doing it by herself, you know, like people don't yeah. take that into consideration. It's like, yeah, sometimes I get discouraged and it's like, 
I don't really have a friend or somebody by my side to be like, hey, like, can you help me with this? And it's like when I tried, it just never worked out. So it's like I'm just taking my time now because like I not saying like it has to be perfect, but it's like if I'm going to do it, like I wanted to like make sense for myself, my life, you know, at this point. Well, it's your show. So if you yeah. to be packaged with the fucking bow on it, then you have the right to do that, you know? Right. I had to tell myself that it was okay that I don't have a bow because mm-hmm. I'm going, you know, because right. I, my infrastructure, um, mm-hmm. you know, and losing my co-host in that way. So I lost my infrastructure also. So it's like, well, fuck, how do I keep podcasting when I don't have other girls and I'm not talking about what sometimes to me it seems like nonsense and mm-hmm. I, I mean I sometimes I'll drink wine now but like I don't always have wine but like, it's a different show so right I had to convince myself that it was okay for me to do that and it took me a while to kind of figure out how I want to do it I think I had like 10 to maybe 12 episodes where I was just like eh uh okay but like now mm-hmm. I kind of have and I used it as a tool to teach me, you know, like right. I talk to are people who can teach me something or are people who can teach the audience something, just like you said. Um, mm-hmm. I look at it for what it is, which is a teaching tool as opposed to something that's supposed to look perfect. Right. And that's, uh, that's how I keep going. And I keep telling myself I'm okay while I'm Skyping from the, the closet. <laughs> Nah, I think that's admirable because it's like it's you're not the only person doing it, you know, like there's other people out there, but people feel like, okay, well, if you're not doing it this way, then you're you're not good enough. And it's like that is not always the case. Like, you know, like you a lot of people that have co-hosts and have teams like they don't understand like what it's like to do things by yourself like and to figure it out by yourself like I don't have anybody to run ideas by like it's fucking me like you know like I mean yeah I have you I know but it's just like you know in the beginning it was just like I was just trying to figure it out and like I I felt like at some points, like, I was being left out at certain... Well, now I don't care anymore as much. Well, I shouldn't say that. I don't care at all anymore. Like, what I did... There was a point in, you know, this whole podcasting thing where I did care, and I wanted to be included, but now I don't give a fuck, and I'm not showing up to nobody's shit anymore. Like, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm done being friendly. Like, right. I'm over it. <laughs> like, I'm just over Same it. Same feelings, because I felt yeah. like... Especially here in town, I felt like well, I was one of the first to go 100 episodes mm-hmm. or more. But they still don't respect me. Yeah. Like, they don't, me with them. They, don't, mm-hmm. they don't come to me and say, hey, uh, much respect, blah, blah, blah. I ain't seen nobody else on the fucking Chronicle. But they don't respect me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't, I don't get people who are like, hey, we want to work with you. Um gosh, I really, like, no, what they do to me is take my ideas and then go make their own shit that is okay, I guess. But the thing about that is when you take someone else's idea, you then It's never going to be as good. Right, because you're trying to create my vision without my vision. You know what I'm saying? Right. 
you you have to do that's why what's what the point of this what i'm trying to say because like not very eloquently because first of all because i have this fucking line but uh, <laughs> what i'm trying to say is your show doesn't have to be perfect because it's supposed to be you you're just presenting right. yourself however you are you know right. and it's it doesn't have to be perfect and it doesn't have to be the fucking read. And that's everybody right. wants, everybody want to be the read. Well, only right. the can be the read. Right. Only it can be the read. And only right. I between us girls. And, you know, only you can be facts of life. I can't ever try to try to make a show just like yours. You know what I right. mean? Mm-hmm. But I feel like we need to show each other more respect because, like you said, it does take a lot of work. There's sometimes I don't feel like editing shit. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like editing. I don't feel like coming up with a damn uh, episode cover. I don't feel like saying shit. I don't feel like posting all over everywhere. And so I don't if I don't. Right. But there was a time when I think an advertiser or a sponsor came and was like, well, I know it said you're supposed to release weekly, but sometimes I see it's every two weeks. I was like, yeah, sometimes it is every two weeks. Is that a problem? And if it right. is, well, you don't have to work with me. You know, I got you. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I don't you know. You know, however you want to do it. If you want to do it again, shit, you might decide you want to try to go to YouTube. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of just doing audio like you were doing or whatever. Right. And I and that's funny you said that because I thought about well I shouldn't say I thought about like I did try to start um vlogging. I did one vlog, but I just haven't posted it publicly for everybody to see. Mm-hmm. Um but I I I am trying it out to see like, you know, if there's something that I wanna do because like vlogging is another commitment that I don't know if I'm a hundred percent sure I want to commit to at the, at the moment. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I just, I'm just trying it out just to see, um, like how, how it goes. And then from there, you know, I'll make a decision, but, um, yeah, I, I think I'm just, I'm just doing my best to take it like one day at a time, you know, just to see, like, what what's working for me, what's not working for me. Like, this time around, like, I am doing some more research, like, and so, yeah, that's where I'm at with my yeah. show. So, what do you think we should do in regards to, like, men? Because remember Joe Budden had said something. I think we talked about this when we first met. Joe mm-hmm. Budden said, oh, when y'all try to start an all-female podcast, y'all get the ugliest girls. Or something wild like that. And it's just like... He said that on his show? Yeah. Oh, really? I missed that. Um, yeah, this was like... Maybe, I guess maybe it was about four or five months ago. Might have been longer than that. But I remember somebody was like, y'all should uh, tag him. And I did. I was tagging him for a while. I was like, I thought you said everybody was ugly. I thought you said everybody <laughs> never responded. Not to me, right? But, yeah. You know, because it's like... I feel like that's just wrong. Like, why take that and turn it into something so stupid? Right. Um, my thoughts on that, like, especially, like, with Joe, like, I think that him and Maul and, uh, I don't know too much about Rory, 
Um, but I just think that they like a certain type of woman, you know, and they just give themselves away all the time when they start talking about women and dating women. So it's like, no, maybe the girls that have podcasts are not your type. And I would rather you just say that than say like, oh, the girls are ugly because it's like, we all know you have a type, you know, right. when it comes to women and we, we are not your type, period. Yeah. Like, that's just what it is. But I mean, I mean, that's my thoughts, like, as far as like, you know, the, the women podcast goes, because like that is far from the truth that the women, women that have podcasts are ugly or all fe- all female, you know, hosts are ugly. Like, that's not true. That right. is not true. It's just probably women that you're not even checking for. Like, right. And then, you know, like, like, if you're not checking for me, that's fine. But just keep that shit. Because I feel like that takes away from the important notes, which are respect my craft. Respect right. what I do. Because right. you have a team editing your shit. Like, most of us out here do not have that. And so... Right. I don't have anybody recording my stuff. I don't have nobody editing. I don't have nobody posting it. I don't have anybody writing my notes. None of that shit. I don't have anybody marketing for me. All that stuff I'm doing to myself. So for you to take all of that, you're just going to ignore all of those things and say, well, you're not cute. First of all, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, Right. Exactly. That's why, like, when he says, when he starts talking about women, like, you know, not until recently, like, I I really, like, started understanding that Joe likes a certain type of woman, you know, and, like, he talks about, like, his dating experiences, and that's the reason why his ass ain't fucking married, because right. you're dating a certain type of woman. You keep dating the same type of fucking woman, you know, right. like, that's why your relationships are not lasting, because, like, all the girl, like, publicly I should say all the women that he's dated they're pretty much all the same they're Hispanic women you know like they have big butts they're models or whatever the case is they're all over on the internet you know like that's just what it is you know like you're trying to play Captain Save-A-Ho with them yeah and then so it's like I feel like he's coming from a scorned place as well. That's why when he, whenever he starts talking about women, I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Like, right. You're not the authority. He, right, exactly. Like, he just, he's just scorned, I think. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. And he, he well, kind of admits it sometimes, but, like, you know, I, I just want better for him. Yeah, right. That's a good yeah. <laughs> I just, I better him. instead of being like like I was like FDN you're like I just want mm-hmm. more I just want him to want more for himself <laughs> right exactly no seriously because it's like you know obviously he wants to get married because he proposed to homegirl whatever but it's like and then you're also dating women that are way younger than you like 20 years younger than you I'm not 20 but like 15 20 yeah so it's like, what the fuck? And they're like, expect? they're like, I'm looking for somebody who is going to give me the most money right now. Exactly. And exactly. If you're that person, great. But he's like, right. Um, 
Let's build a lasting connection. They're like, I'm going to build one with your wallet. So let's do that. And that's, so I and, just, go and ahead. I know, I should say I noticed, but this is not the first time I've heard women doing things like that. Like they, whether it's money or a baby, you know, if they get what they want, like they just move on, you know, and yeah. man, you just got to be more careful. It's crazy you say that because last week I was so bothered by something I saw where it was like a this lady was getting a divorce, but I think she had only been married for like a year and she just had the baby and then she was like, bye. I think that is so wrong. Yeah, I agree. You're really just using that man for a sperm. Right. And, and, and you should have just been honest. Yeah, you should have just been honest and be like, hey, like, you know. And it's, I, I feel like it's okay if you say, like, you know, I don't want to be committed. Like, I just, and some people, you know, some men and women, they agree, like, hey, like, let's just have a baby together. And, like, let's yeah. just be friends, you know? Like, there's, you're, you'll find somebody like that, but, you know, being deceitful is just, like, well, I'm not sure if it's a full-on, full-fledged deceit or if it's just, like, my goal is to have a child. Mm-hmm get into that relationship you're hyper focused on I said I want this baby mm-hmm. and so have the baby you realize you don't even like that dude you're right so he's a lot easier to cut off because you I don't need you I never wanted your ass anyway I got the baby now right so yeah. girl we done went all off on the tangent <laughs> we did. I don't mind it I don't mind it but I'll say this. Um, I think I'm not going to be concerned uh, anymore with whether or not people want to work with me. Mm-hmm. And I just town or elsewhere. Because really, since you and I scheduled this interview, several people have reached out to me, like men even, and wanted me to come talk to them or wanted to come talk to me. So I was like, okay, so let me find out there are some people with some sense in this world. Mm. <laughs> so I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna take it one day at a time. And if you, right. need, you, you know, if you decide you want to kick off your show and you want to talk to me about how to do it, I'm open to that. Okay, I appreciate that because, like, not too many people do that, and if they do, like, they like just act funny or they. They act like, oh, well, I know it all, and you don't know anything. And it's like, you know, I've been to some of y'all shows, and I've listened to some <laughs> of y'all episodes, and, you know, like, I've been on a couple of y'all shows or whatever, and, like, I looked at the numbers, and I looked at the numbers when I was on the show versus when I wasn't on the show, you know? Like, and so I know that I have a gift, <laughs> You know, like, Uh I know that. But you just, people just want to be funny. And it's like, I just don't, I'm I'm at the point where it's like, whether it comes to business or whether it comes to my personal life, dating, like, I'm just not with it anymore. If you're not doing what I feel like is aligned with what I want or what I need in my life at this point, like, I'm just good. Like, I'm over it. Like, I'm... Like, I don't care if he was talking for a week or two days. Like, you can go. You can go because, like, I'm better off by myself and doing shit, getting shit done by myself, period. 
Absolutely. Like, that's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's important. Like, yeah. Um, my friend Fernando, he's a psychic. I feel like I talk about him all the time, but anyway. Um, oh, really? A psychic? Yeah, he's a mm. psychic. He, um, sometimes in Houston? Record me. He used to be. He actually, um, he said when he came on our show the first time, he was like, I want to move to um, Santa Fe. I think that's where he lives. And sure enough, now he lives in Santa Fe. Like Texas or yes. California? In uh, New Mexico. Oh, New Mexico. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's where he lives. Um, but yeah, he, but he recently told me, he was like, it's okay to say no to an opportunity if it's not aligned with your mission and your purpose. So mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, I ain't wasting so- no more time with these jokers. Right. You got... <laughs> I've been listening to that song all weekend, but the words resonate so clearly because, like, even though, like, okay, Chris Brown is kind of bullshit, whatever. But the lyrics, I love him though. I do too. I feel like he's I like my guilty pleasure. Well, yeah, and that he's a human person who is having an experience, and whatever he's been through has made him this person. So all of that shit is not good. And if right. you don't know how to grow through shit mm-hmm. have a person who might beat a bitch up I don't know you know what I mean like things like that so right. I just try to look at people from a human place mm-hmm. I have struggled and I haven't always been you know on the up and up shit I can, sometimes I can be bullshit too you know right exactly you know just Try to exercise a little bit of grace with people because, you. I mean, every human emotion or every action, I've been angry. You know what I mean? I've been mm-hmm. out of control. I've been excessively emotional. I'm also a Taurus like him. So mm-hmm. I, you know, like, I like, I like breezy. I do. And I like that. Song. I do too. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, and I like that He's song. a great performer, too. So. Yeah, and his dancing, mm-hmm. like, he rivals Michael Jackson. Like, Yeah, who, he's a great dancer. Mm-hmm. Another person that can put on a show. Like, I mean, yes, Beyonce, okay, but still, like, as far as a dancer. Like, freestyle? Yeah, no. Yeah. I would say, like, maybe Sierra. Yeah. I haven't seen her perform live before. But I know she's a good dancer, but that's the only other person I could really, like, think of that could freestyle, like, you know, off the top like that. Yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah. But you know what? And this kind of goes back to what we were talking about. He don't give a fuck. He keeps right. showing. You know what I mean? Like, even though there's all these blemishes on him and people say what they're going to say he about don't. him, keep showing up. You know? That's mm-hmm. What- Dude, just... That's all you could do, yeah. Yeah. Seriously. And I feel like one day, whether it's in this lifetime or the next lifetime, like he'll figure it out, whatever it is that he needs to figure out. You know, that's why I fucks with him because it's like I've I've had people in my family that struggle with drugs or whatever the case is, you know, and there's people in my family still battling that shit. It's like it's a demon, you know, like, and sometimes I, I don't know their whole experience, but from my experience with them, like, it's just like, 
it's like has a hold on you almost like it's like you don't know any better in a way like you know better but it's like you don't know better if that really makes sense because you're yeah using, i mean you're using those drugs as a coping tool right so, and then you're using it for years at a time right and then mm-hmm. of course you're so addicted to it you don't know whether you're coming or going mm-hmm. but a lot of drugs initially because of life experience I'm sad. Right. These people got drugs. I'm fixing to go get fucked up. I'm mm-hmm. just like, into sex. I'm sad. I'm about to go get this dick. You know, like everybody. Mm-hmm. I think what we need to remember is we're all going through something, like you said. About right. So in this, I'm so elevated. No, you're not. Right. You know, no, you're not. Right. You and your family is fucked up too. And it might be your ass. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> seriously seriously like i um shit and like i'm at the point where it's like you know i love my family like those are my peoples but like i barely talk to them now because it's just too much for me to handle at this point like i've dealt with it for 25 years of my life i dealt with people stealing from me and you know like all types of shit like trying to fight me and you know like it's just it's craziness just, and it's just now right and it's now like i'm an adult it's like i don't have to deal with this shit <laughs> like i don't need your help anymore i don't have to sit through you fucking verbally abusing me and calling yeah. me all types of names and shit and stealing from me and lying to me like i'm not deal with that shit like bye <laughs> you know what? like like you're a growth warrior mm-hmm. after uh, that's what I've been saying, like, probably for the last couple of weeks. Probably going to be a new catchphrase. I'll probably have a shirt next time and say Growth Warrior. I don't fucking know. I thought it. All of that stuff grew you. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you know, the person who is self-aware, the person who realized, I know you fucking lying. There's something else out there for me. If you mm-hmm. hadn't saw these things that you were like, I hate this. Right. It's not it. You know Like, I, mean? I deserve better. Whether it's coming from my family, friends, boyfriends, whoever, employers, like I'm, I'm focused on elevating my life and upgrading my life and in all aspects, whether it's my car, where I live, the type of money I make, the people I hang out with, you know, where I hang out, where I eat, whatever, like that's what I'm interested in, like upgrading my life because like eventually like, you know, I want to have children and it's like, I want them to live good, you know, like I want them to be in a good space, you know, period. Like yeah. wherever the space is, I want them to be good at all costs and not not saying like, you know, they're always going to be happy-go-lucky all the time, but no, I want to at least... Right. <laughs> I want to at least do my best to provide that. Yeah. And I think you're doing the right work because yeah. in the way that you have come from stock that was a little bit dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. Babies. Uh, but you're going to have gone through the healing before they come. Right. Because I did not do that. Mm-hmm. And so now here I am. My son's gonna be 15 on Tuesday. My daughter's oh, six. Oh wow! I'm 35, and I'm having to unpack all of the shit that I kind of did to them, and mm-hmm. not, but just in my own inability to cope. Right. Now that I know better, I'm just trying to do better. 
Right. So I, what I'm telling you is you're doing the right thing by working on yourself before you have the children, because then there's no chance for you to just pass all the toxicity. You know what right. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm but like, that's good, though, that you're out. you're recognizing that and you're you're doing the work because like a lot of parents like they don't even do that. Like, they can't even do that, you know, like, and so, like, I respect that. And I, I appreciate, you know, women. Um, and it's funny because, like, my close friends, um, well, one of my, my best friends from back home, she's pregnant right now. And she, she um, I'm actually going back home in December for her baby shower. But, um, like, besides her, like, I, I started meeting women out here that have children or are married or whatever. And I just, like, appreciate, like, who they are, one, as people, and, like, two, like, how they treat their children, because, like, I have never seen that before, you know? Like, I have never had good examples in my life. I'm not saying, like, my mom was a bad mom, but, like, she never spoke to us gently and, you know, like, did positive reinforcement and said, like, you know you know, you're great, you're going to do amazing, like, things like that, like, affirmations and speaking life into you, like, I never experienced no shit like that, so, like, just watching women, like, it's been here in the South, I ain't gonna lie, like, doing that to their children and, like, trying to be a better example, like, it's just so refreshing, so it's, like, I respect that, like, yeah, that you're recognizing that. Well, and just, in in working on this, it's like I've been having to share with my own mom just things that I discover. And it does hurt her sometimes. But mm. I'm like, oh, but it's like, I don't think she's bad. And right. I think what she did, but she couldn't do what she didn't know. Mm-hmm. And if she didn't realize that it was that big of a problem or that she even had the ability to fix it. Right would have and so I don't I don't have any uh regrets about the way I grew up I mean my dad never spoke to us gently either my dad was like motherfucker you better you know what I mean mm-hmm. and so like the thing is that I caught myself and I never call my kids motherfucker or anything like that but I would come home from work and be like ah, like yeah that's full of that grumpy work energy and I just mm-hmm. Doing that, so it was just that one thing that I wanted to stop doing that led me to discovering all these other really amazing tools. Like I'm going to give them, I'm going to give them something different because they're not the same age. But for my daughter, I'm going to get a put a chart together and get her some little cards that just like you know have emotions on them, like angry, hurt, you know that kind of thing. So we can go what she experienced during the day, and so I can start giving them new um coping tools so that they don't throw themselves on the floor or throw something or break something because Mm -hmm. that you always did at my house if you were angry you're just gonna break something right i'm so mad ugh which i totally get it but like now you have to clean up the mess right and it's like the problem still ain't even solved right because the shit is still there and so that is what i have actually learned is just like the shit's still gonna be there Right. So the person that has to change is not the person you thought was making you mad or this person who's pressing on you. It's you. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. we have a lot of work to do over here, but I am doing the work. I love so, it. 
Thank you. So real quick, just tell everybody where they can find you. Okay, so um, Facts of Life is on Instagram, Facts of Life Podcast. Um, facts. Oh, I got my Twitter back. So Facts of Life Pod on Twitter. And then um, I'll give out my personal Instagram. I'm five foot two. So I am as a Mary, the number five foot, F-O-O-T-T-W-O. So okay. I'm five foot two on Instagram. I ain't giving out my, my personal Twitter because I'll be talking too much on there. But um <laughs> but yes, that's where you can find me. Um and yeah, I'm working on a website too. So as soon as it's up and running, I will send you the link. So okay. it's gonna be my one stop shop for everything that I'm yes. doing. Yeah. Absolutely. And let yes. me know up with that too, okay? I'm serious. Okay. You need help because I started this creative consulting. I want to consult with other creatives. And so like, you know, like even in people I talk to in podcasting, if they need help, I mean, that's what I'm here for. It's just okay. to map out your idea. Cause like, for instance, let's say you're like, okay, well, I want to do the YouTube, but you don't really know how to get it from up here onto the paper. And then in this 3d experience right. So I to map it out. And then we just go through the steps on how to get it executed. Okay. I could do that. Yeah, because yeah, I am I definitely took a break from uh, doing the website because I just got overwhelmed and the storm came. Yeah. And so, like, that stressed me out, like, 100% because I was, I was throwing off. But, yeah, I definitely took a break. And then I'm moving this week. So, like, after this week, I should be, like, up and running. Well, I should start working on it again because, like, I'm kind of, sort of, almost done, but not really, so, yeah. yeah. You're probably almost done. Yeah. Just about finished. You're probably being a perfectionist a little bit about it, and that's okay. I that's, am. <laughs> that's okay. It's your project, you know, if you yeah. want to it however many times, it's totally okay. Right. Well, I appreciate you coming on and talking to me finally. I'm sorry it took so long to get this together. No, it's Okay. All right, so that was this week's episode. I hope you liked that episode of me and Zakia talking about the straight facts of life. And we did sip a little bit of tea. And I appreciate that because it has been a while since I had a girl to talk to and sip some tea. Um, If you are interested in hearing some girl talk and wine, please, please, please be watching my Instagram feed, my Facebook, and Yes, if you're subscribed to the newsletter, you will get information there. I'm actually going to use it. Who would have thunk it? Um, But we have an event coming up, and I don't want you guys to miss it. It's going to be in December, and the ladies are going to take over. So I'll see you guys next week. And if you're listening to this across the world, thank you in your home language. Bye.